0: Hello, welcome to the Friday, August 11th, 2023 edition of the Sands and, and it's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Boyan today wrote a quick and really neat diary about a weakness in SQL Server authentication that's not new but still often overlooked because well there are often no great alternatives the problem is that if an attacker is able to observe the authentication process there is a password being exchanged that's really just obfuscated it's not encrypted the obfuscation is pretty straightforward you basically just swap the two nibbles in each byte and then xor each byte with a five that's all it takes in order to then retrieve the original password. And Boyan wrote a little Python script to make that even easier for you uh, to uh, perform. As Mojan points out that uh, often there is no great alternative here, it would require a major sort of application uh, rewrite. Of course, at that point, you may as well use some more modern technologies like a REST API or something like this, instead of connecting directly back to the SQL server. And back in April Microsoft patched vulnerabilities in Windows Defender and we now have thanks to researchers Safe Breach who originally found the vulnerability more details about what is exactly involved. The researchers did present at Black Hat this week their talk which also included a tool Defender Pretender that basically demonstrates that due to this vulnerability it's not just possible to alter the signatures that Windows Defender uses. And with that, of course, you could easily make it blind to particular malware, but also to get Windows Defender itself to actually run malicious code. Part of the issue here is that the signature files that the Windows Defender downloads are not just the actual signatures, but there's also executables involved here. And then these files are not properly validated after being downloaded, which does allow an attacker to essentially replace some of these binaries and with that execute arbitrary code. Again, this has been patched in April and always interesting to see how security tools can be used against you with some actually, in hindsight at least, relatively straightforward exploits. And if you have an interesting vulnerability affecting Dell's Compellent integration tool for VMware or short CITV the cve number for this vulnerability is 2023 39250 and it's a static aes encryption key that is being used across all installs of these tools so all customers will use the same key the reason this key is important is that it's used to encrypt vcenter credentials that are stored in the configuration file So the end effect, if an attacker can get a hold of the configuration file, they can now easily decrypt these credentials. Tom Paul with LMG Security found this vulnerability, reported it to Dell about three months ago. As of yet, Dell has not fixed the vulnerability, but today published a advisory stating that administrators should alter the root password even though it's not clear if this is really just sort of to change the root password because it may have leaked or if this will actually do anything to help with this vulnerability a patch for this issue is expected in november And researchers at the University of Toronto took a closer look at the SoGo input method, which is a custom keyboard that is produced by Chinese company Tencent. The issue here is that in order to effectively type Chinese well it's not easy to do this uh, on traditional uh, keyboards so that makes this SoGo uh, keyboard so popular which does use a cloud based service to essentially provide sort of more intelligent type ahead uh, suggestions now typically you would use TLS in order to protect the connection back to the cloud uh, which uh, given that this is used in China, is not necessarily their preferred method. So they did what you should never do. They did develop their own encryption scheme, which they call EncryptWall. And of course, it turns out to be a vulnerable. Tencent now at least released a partial fix for the problem. So we'll see if that's sufficient in order to protect the communication. Of course, still not necessarily recommended to use this keyboard. And in general, keyboard extensions that are using cloud components should probably not be used unless you have a real compelling use case here that justifies the risk. Well, that's it for today. I hope you subscribe to this podcast so you'll get it pushed to your device as it becomes available. Tell your friends about it. And thanks for listening and talk to you again on Monday. Bye.